Hi, my name is Josie Smit and I'm an internship coordinator at the Humanities Faculty of Utrecht University. With my colleagues Bart Meiland, Karen Schoutsen and career officer Sjoer Bergevoet, I organize several Your Perspective events each year. During these events, we invite humanities alumni to share their experiences in studies and career. We focus on one area of work each time in which many of our alumni become active after graduation. Because of the restrictions due to the coronavirus, we have decided to record podcasts instead of hosting big gatherings. In each episode of the podcast, we speak with one of our alumni. The theme for this edition is communication and marketing, and my first guest is Naomi Gartz. She has a bachelor's degree in history and a master's in cultural history of modern Europe. Our talk was recorded via an online video call, which affects the quality of the audio. We do hope, however, that you will enjoy it and get inspired. Hi, I'm uh, Josie Smit, and this is uh, our Your Perspective edition about communications and marketing. And right now I'm talking to Naomi Garretsen, who works at NIOT Institute for War, Holocaust and Genocide Studies. Uh, you, thank you for being here, Naomi. You graduated in 2019, is that right? Uh, yes, last year in uh, the end of September, I graduated from my master's ah, degree. So uh, is this your first job? Uh, yeah, it's like my first real job that I have. I started to work there in uh, January last year, just before the corona crisis. Did you do anything before that? Uh, well, I graduated. Then I had like, a really needed vacation because <laughs> I worked on my thesis all summer vacation. Because I wanted to, I had a really fun internship and I wanted to do it a bit longer. So instead of four months, I did an internship for six months. And I really liked my internship and I thought that I could learn a lot over there. But at the same time, I had to also to write my thesis. <laughs> I had in my mind that I could also write my thesis and do an internship at the same time and also have my side job. But then I found out it was a bit uh, too much for me. <laughs> so when my thesis was over in the end of September, I really needed vacation. So then I just started to look uh, what I really wanted to do. Yeah, so in January, I started my job. Yeah, and actually, I also... <laughs> I started to do a traineeship, but yeah, I really didn't like the traineeship. So I only worked there like for one or two weeks. Well, after my internship, I thought like maybe I can do an, a traineeship to really develop myself. And But then I found out that, that the traineeship was actually not more than just like a temp job. Like it was like they sent you to some place, but you actually do like something that the temp can also do. No, I didn't really learn anything. And also the contract, it was for two years and you cannot really get out from it. So then I decided after two weeks, like, okay, I'm going to quit because I don't want to be stuck on some contract for two years. It's not easy to, to quit something once you've been hired, right? Well, actually, I thought like if you don't like something, especially when you're young, I think it's really important that, you, that you're honest to yourself. And I also spoke to other trainees and they also told me like, yeah, if you can quit... So quit because you don't learn a lot over here. <laughs> so then I thought like, okay, if also other trainees are telling me the truth about it, yeah, maybe I should quit. And it was not like, it was not from the government or something. It was like some commercial traineeship. And then you uh, landed uh, the job at NEOT, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I applied like in December and then I got the job and I started in uh, January 2020. You know, it's uh, uh, for uh, history students because you are an history alumna, right? Mm -hmm. 
well, for history students, I think for, for many of them, uh, the Neon is this legendary place where so many people uh, want to work. You know, it's, it's like a dream come true for, for, for many of our students. How do you feel about working at, at a place with an image like that? Well, I think it's amazing because it has also such a big history and a long history and you feel like the history is made over there. Or, I don't know, you speak to a lot of researchers and people in the field. So, yeah, it's very nice to work over there. Yeah, I'm very happy. And it also has a very big archive that uh, I really like to walk in there. And it's really, yeah, I really like it over there. Sounds like a very inspiring place to work. Yeah, it is. So uh, when you go to work in the morning, well, I mean, of course, now everything is different and you probably work from home. But uh, how, how do you start your working day? Uh, yeah, because I'm living in Utrecht, so I need to travel by train. The Neotacinda is in Amsterdam in the city center. So I had to take the train and the metro, walk a bit. Yeah, usually when I start my work over there, because now at, at the moment I'm working one day at the office and the rest of the days I'm working from home. Yeah, mostly when I start my work, I'm checking my emails, see if I got emails from colleagues. I'm also always checking the uh, social media accounts that we have, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, if we got any notifications or other stuff that maybe colleagues are doing or maybe articles that they're sharing that uh, maybe I can also share later on the day. And I'm also checking if there are any meetings that I have during this day. So yeah, that's what I do when I'm usually starting the day. And is this the same now that you work from home? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, usually when I'm starting my computer, I'm, yeah, the first thing I'm doing is checking my emails if I got any important emails from other colleagues. Yeah, I'm also always checking the meetings that I have because now everything is online. So, so that's one thing that uh, the, the corona crisis has uh, done to your job. But um, are your tasks more or less the same? Yeah, it's not really changed, but actually everything is from home now. So all the meetings are online and everything that you want to ask, you need to email or you need to call or you need to send a WhatsApp to colleagues. Yeah. That's a bit more tiring because, yeah, in the past you could just like walk to a colleague or, you know, just ask your co-worker, like, how is this working? It's a bit more work. Yeah. Um, so you started there in January and did you, how long did it take uh, for you to, to get to know the organization and get to know your own job? And Well, actually, I think just when the corona crisis started, I just thought like, okay, now I'm feeling like how this job is working. But then, you know, I was sitting at home, so yeah, also a bit more <laughs> difficult for me. Yeah, I can but, imagine. Yeah, I'm actually, but I was happy that I was actually working two months at the office and not that I started when I was just working over there because then it would be much harder. I'm happy that I actually like saw my colleagues and that they know me and not that, uh, you know, that I'm coming there and nobody knows me and you need to introduce yourself through Zoom and uh, yeah. not in real life. So um, would you consider your job um, easy or difficult or you know are, what are difficult aspects of your job could you tell us something about that well at the moment it's not like really difficult for me but it's more like difficult like how to work good from home and yeah how to communicate with colleagues like effectively so to how to do your, your job well in this current situation yeah, yeah. Because like my tasks are not so difficult, I think, like, because I also did this internship that was uh, quite similar to what I'm doing right now. So I kind of know like 
the tasks that I need to do and how it's working. Because I was already familiar with how to use a website and how to make newsletters, that, that sort of things. When I think about a communications job, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm always wondering, how is it different from being a writer? I mean, I understand that you have less freedom than when you write something as an artist, but I'm, I can imagine that it's still quite creative. Well, yes, I get a lot of freedom to write what I want. If it has something to do with the Institute, I can just write about it. But yeah, not just everything, because, you know, sometimes I have to ask colleagues if it's okay what I'm writing. You mean, um, like, if it's correct or if it's the right message, the right tone? or? Yeah, also, like, if it's the right tone, because sometimes I need to share articles, uh, sometimes in French or something, and then I, I cannot read the article. So I need to ask the colleague first, like, is it right what I'm posting right now or it doesn't? Does it make sense? Does it make sense, yes. <laughs> but sometimes, yeah, I also get a lot of freedom. So if I want to share something from the collection, for example, like a nice picture or something, I can write a story about it and share it. So yeah, I really like to to share like stuff from the collection because I'm working in the archive and it's really great to share those nice pictures. And Because at the other end, you have like the collections department, like, collections and services and at the other end you have like the uh, the research area so it's like a balance between those two that you that I'm sharing like on uh, social media so you have like researchers on the other end and on the other end you have the um, uh, people who are working for the collection and services so for the archive it's actually a nice balance that you have yeah I can imagine so the new stuff the new insights uh, the academic stuff coming up and then yeah. That is balanced out by um, the stuff that's already there and, and that uh, yeah. needs to be shown to the world. Yeah. Well, that sounds really nice. And how about marketing? I mean, this uh, your perspective edition is called Communications and Marketing, but is marketing part of your job? Well, actually, when I was thinking about it yesterday, I thought, like, it's not such a big part of it because we don't want to make money or something. It's just, like, you know, sharing the world what, what we have and our collection and our researches but at the other end they use the if you have like press conf uh, you have, if you have like conferences and stuff of course you want uh, a lot of people are coming to your conference so yeah that's a bit marketing but i don't see it as a bad thing because you just want to make people familiar with what you're doing it's not a bad thing i think now of course like through social media you want to make people familiar with what you're doing but i don't think that we're doing it in a harsh way like marketing but <laughs> yeah I think it's it's always like part of the job that you're you want to show people what you're doing I think like social media or newsletters and stuff like that are way to do that yeah it's so it sounds as if it's important if you want to work in this line of work that you work at an organization that you believe in otherwise it might be hard to keep yeah definitely yeah and I I don't think that I could do like this the same Things that I'm doing right now, like, uh, you know, working communications for some organi organization that I'm not believing in. I think it's yeah, because of my history background that I, that's the reason why I like to do this job here and not like in some commercial organization or something. Mm -hmm. It's really yeah, important for me that I'm really standing behind what the organization is doing. Is there anybody else who, who works in the communications uh, department? Is there a communication strategy that you, you know, and do you work on that? Or is that something that people tell you, you know, higher-ups tell you uh, this is 
how we proceeded. Well, actually, I have two co-workers who are working also in the communications department. But when they started to work, like two years ago, before, before them, there was not a communications department. So when they came, like in 2018 or something, they had to start from the beginning. And actually, there was nothing. So now after two years, there's a communications department, but we still need to develop like stuff like communications plan. And actually, we're building a completely new website now because all those things were nobody was like uh, taking care of it. So actually, I think when we finish the website, like next year, we're also going to make a communications plan and all those kind of things that we, we still need to do. Wow, that sounds very exciting to, to be part of that. Yeah. Yeah, they also asked me if I wanted to be part of this uh, new website. And I said, yeah, it's really nice to work on it. Yeah. And that you can speak with the developers and, you know, think about the new logo and everything. It's, yeah, it's very nice. So, so is that one of the aspects you like most about your job? Is, um, when are you having a, a good time at work? Well, I think like, yeah, things like that, like you're thinking with you know, the website developers about how to build a new website and that you really get insight in, in how it works. But I also really like to, you know, think about, you know, how to present yourself to the, how you can present yourself to social media better. When I first came to my job, like uh, the Instagram account was completely dead, like nobody took care of it for three years, I think. <laughs> so yeah, now when I'm looking on Instagram, I'm like, I really like what I did over there and also on the other social media accounts. Yeah, I really like to work on the social media accounts and uh, check what people like and ask colleagues about it, what if they have like ideas for it. And that's what I think that's what I like the most. Uh, and it sounds really good also that you that you really made something, like, right? With um, the Instagram account that it wasn't really there and that you made it into something uh, alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, want, I also want to talk a little bit about your studies. Um, do you feel like the fact that you studied history and uh, cultural history, was that important for you to land this job? Well, actually, when, they, uh, when I was applying to this job, it was written like in the, in the job description that it's a plus if you have a history background. So I think for me, it was like, a good thing that I, that I have a history background. Yeah, I think like most of the things that they're working on and, you know, the researches and I think it's definitely working that I have a history background because I'm already like familiar with some stuff and uh, also research, some researches I already knew like by name, like I wrote, I, I read during my studies about them. So that's very nice. And yeah, I think it's also helping because, you know, during your history studies, you learn how to read really fast, but at the same time, you know, get to the point really quick. I think it's also helping during my work now. And also how to write really good and, you know, also in English, because at the moment I'm also writing in Dutch and in English. So I think that's also really working. Oh, that's great. So you, so you really feel that uh, having studied history has, uh, has helped in landing this job? Yeah, I think so. Like not like everything, but I think like the basics that, you know, of the humanity study, I think, yeah, you learn how to think critically, you learn how to uh, write good and also how to read like fast, but still get to the point really quick. Yeah. I think that, that those 
three things that are helping me during my work now. Yeah. Oh, that's great, and and now that you're now that you've been working uh, like professionally for a while, do you feel that there's anything missing in your studies? Uh, would it have helped to have learned other stuff? Well, when I was studying, of course, I didn't get any course in you know marketing or like Photoshop or you know all those kind of things that would be practical right now. But yeah, so maybe those kind of things but I yeah I think that you can also learn it on the job if you really want to learn it and you also mentioned that uh, the the things you did at your internship at the Jewish cultural quarter uh, were almost the same as that as the things that you're um, doing now mm-hmm. when did you realize that, that this was something that you liked to do was it d- during your internship or well actually um, after my bachelor's degree I didn't really knew what I wanted to do. And I don't know, I finished my bachelor degree, I think also like a bit later, I think in November or something. And then I started to work in some really boring job as yeah, administration <laughs> somewhere. I didn't like this job. And then I thought like, okay, but you know, maybe I can do an internship before I start my master's degree. So then I was checking around what maybe I can do and maybe what I like. And then I was thinking, you know, The thing I was really missing when I was working was like the writing because during my history bachelor I was always writing but at the same time I was always complaining because you know I had to because I always had to write so so many essays and so I didn't really think about that I really like to write because you know I was always busy with it but then when you know when I finished my bachelor and I was working in some really boring administration job so then I started to miss actually the writing then I thought like okay maybe you know I can do an internship before I start my master's degree and then I saw like some internship in in Utrecht in some historical magazine the Stories Newsblad mm-hmm. uh, also the Maarten glossy about Maarten van Rossum it's really funny then I applied for this internship it was for three months during the summer yeah actually the things that I had to do was making interviews with people and also like doing social media for those two magazines yeah I really like to do it and then I thought like okay yeah I want to do something with maybe with communications uh, maybe like in a museum because I was doing cultural history I really like museums and stuff like that so maybe I can do something like that but then in a museum so then I started my internship in the Jewish cultural quarter yeah I really really liked it over there It's the um, Jewish Historical Museum, it's the Portuguese Synagogue, it's the Holocaust Museum, and it's also the uh, Schouwburg. Yeah, actually they're all museums, but uh, the biggest one is the Jewish Historical Museum. I was doing my internship there for six months. I really enjoyed it over there. You know, like when there were new exhibitions, I had to do like the social media and the communications like online yeah I think it's kind of similar what I'm doing right now but then not in a museum but at the NEOT. That must have also helped right to, to get you the job the fact that you that you'd already done similar things during your internship. Yeah definitely what they also said when they hired me because got those experiences that they can use now. Yeah um, you have a history degree you already mentioned that uh, you've, you've learned some things on the job like uh, photoshop So do you feel like there is a competition from people who really ha- who really have a degree in that field? I don't think like specifically where I'm working, but yeah, I can imagine if you want to work like in some other organization that is not 
related to history or I don't know. I think maybe you get more competition, but I don't know, because they asked so specifically for somebody that had a history background. I don't think that it was like a bad thing that I didn't have a communications background. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and during your studies, is there anything else you, you can um, advise uh, current students? I mean, it sounds really good that you that you did this internship and, and made it last longer. Did you do anything else? Any any activities next to following courses that, that you feel uh, have helped in uh, knowing what you want to do and, and finding jobs and, and everything? Well, I would just give advice to everybody to just do an internship because in an internship you are learning so much. And you also learn like what you don't like and what you do like and, you know, how it is to work in an organization with other colleagues and how you can communicate with them in, in a good way. And yeah, I think it's so important to do an internship. Yeah, I feel like it really helped me also to find this job. I think it really helps to, to find who you are and what you like, what you, you know, because when I finished my bachelor, I had no idea what I wanted to do. An internship is just to try like what you like, what you don't like. And it really helped me to, to know what I want and what I think is important. How about, um, you know, uh, if, I, if I hear you, you um, like what you're doing, but you also like where you're working and you wouldn't want to do your job at just any other place. So um, do you think about your next step? Well, actually, I haven't really thought about it yet because I just started this job and I think also because of this whole corona crisis, I'm just like happy that I have a job at right now. Yeah, yeah so... Maybe it's something that I would think like in one year or something, because at the moment I'm still like learning to get the organization better. And I think it's, it's important that I'm staying here a bit longer now. Yeah. To really get to know the organization and the people. Yeah. And how it's working. Yeah. Sounds, sounds fair. Sounds like a good plan. <laughs> Do you miss studying now that you're working? Are you working full time, by the way? No, at the moment I'm working three days in the communication and I still have my side job that I had as a student. So I'm working kind of four or five days a week. But no, I don't miss to study actually because, I don't know, when I was studying, I was always like studying, but at the same time I was also working. And I always, when I had like weekend or something, I was always in my background thinking like, okay, I need to write my thesis. I need to write an essay. I need to study. I need to, you know, do this and do that. But yeah, now I'm working, but and I have less time day, during the day, I think, because, you know, you're working during the day. But yeah, when I'm free, I'm, I feel like I'm really free and not that I have like one million things that I need to do for my studies. Now I have more time to do what I want. And I think I'm reading more books than when I was during my studies, because, you know, during my studies, I was always like reading books for my studies, but not books that I was reading just for fun, I think, because I was always like already reading a lot. Yeah, now I actually also started the language course when I graduated last year. Because, yeah, I still want to develop myself. And I thought like, yeah, now I have more time to do it. So, yeah, I'm actually happy that, uh, that I'm working right now and not studying anymore. <laughs> well, that's um, the best way, the best thing that can happen to you after graduating, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for this, Naomi. This is uh, very helpful. This was a talk in our podcast series, Your Perspective of the Humanities Faculty at Utrecht University. If you're interested in hearing stories from other alumni, check out our website. There we will post more episodes of the podcast over the next couple of months. Our website can be found by googling Your Perspective Humanities UU.